That is the sound of a heroic battle being waged. Unfortunately for our heroes, in the last episode of Pearl River Roll, they were engaged in a battle with geese. Yes, our constables had been sent out to find wild marauding animals that had been harassing the townsfolk. However, when they reached their destination, they did not find dire wolves. No. They found geese. They found geese and drunk people. And these geese, dear listeners, these geese are about to kill them all. Welcome. Uh, wait, hang on. I gotta kill this guy. Welcome to Pearl River Roll. I'm your host, F.P. Jerome, your dungeon master for a walk through the wondrous world of Greygast. Greygast is a city of legend, magic, and wonder loaned to us by the wonderful people at Many Sided Dice. Our trio of constables have taken on a dangerous task. And this week, you're going to get to find out how they handle the most foul menace of all. Oh, wait, no! Son of a... Here's our podcast. All right, Bon... <laughs> Is this how your party does? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> is just saying, damn it, damn it, damn it. I'm on Elders Blast. <laughs> I'm on Elders Blast. I'm try to Elders Blast the geese that are down on Randall. Uh, okay, can, can Elders Blast hit more than one thing at a time, or is it just the one I'm, target? I think I'm only at one target. Okay. Give me, a, give me a hit. Crit. Crit. There's a dead goose. <laughs> oh, I'm staying back too. You see him do like his, he, he stretches his hand out. And how does the, the Black Iron Fey Eldritch Blast look? Dungeon Master speaking. When you hear that noise, that one, that's just me adding on a little something that you might need to know after the game. The players and I aren't privy to this sort of thing as we're playing. But it's a sort of design notes and things like that that I feel like might help your campaign. So, here comes one. Dungeon Masters aside here, guys. I got a sore throat, so bear with me. Yeah, it's because I ate a whole D20. It's very important to ask uh, warlocks what their flavor stuff looks like. For those of you who don't know, flavor is the way that the spell looks. Like a fireball may just be a ball of flame, but the flavor text on a warlock's version of it may be a giant ball of tentacles. The uh, end result is the same. It knocks you to the ground and does some damage, but the effects it have shouldn't make a difference uh, as far as gameplay is concerned, except maybe in a really extreme situation. However, they, uh, you know, it's just there to make the players give their own little twist to it. So, for instance, in making a Warlock's flavor text something like Hot White Light, you wouldn't want that to be blinding, because that really changes the way they can use the ability. However, they could just be really hot white light or something, but uh, you don't want to add anything extra. Just, uh, you just want it to look cool. Looking cool is very important to the players. And human beings in general. That's why people do things like podcast. Anyway, I'm cool, and uh, let's get back to the game. The Black Eye Play Elder's Blast looks like a black beam circled 
in a white light. Ooh. And it hits that goose, and that goose just goes, it's a puff of feathers. Dungeon Master speaking. That's a lot of uh, that's a lot of build up for a dead goose. Anyway, and then the goose is just uh, it is it is it cooked? Is it heat damage? Is it just straight up force damage? Uh, I think it's straight up force damage. Okay, yeah, the goose just <laughs> onto the ground, crushed. I yell at Randall. Superdome. Superdome. <laughs> The, the the everybody around goes. Wait, is that a, is that a spell? Did he just cast Superdome? Okay, he must be a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Randall. One go the goose that was on you is down. The other goose is still in your face. All right. Uh, so I say it's geese. I say it's time to go home, baby. We got to get this show on the road. Uh, I'm just gonna try to grab by the fucking neck. Okay, give me a grapple. It's your unarmed attack. Uh, attack. Yeah, you're you're unarmed. It's strength and attack the same thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's plus four. That's fourteen. Man, yeah, you grab a goose. Mm. All right, folks. A little dungeon master tip here: new and old players will chafe when you ask them to do this, but it's super important. Have them write down all of their attacks as separate attacks on their character sheet. Have them write what their attack is like for a melee, plane, an unarmed, a grapple, with their short sword, with their bow, with their dagger, throwing their dagger. If there's a buff spell they like to cast, have them write down what their attack is like under that buff. If they're a monk, flurry of blows. Just have them write it all down, broken down so that they see their modifiers. This helps players, especially new players, understand the game, and it speeds up play. If I had not done that, I honestly, this whole, this one episode would be six hours long of people looking up and trying to figure out what their attack is, but we don't do that because I helped my players. Don't, don't make your players figure things out. They're, they're just as dumb as you are. And the only reason you're the dungeon master and they're the players is because you wrote everything down first. So, give them, give them, let them write it down, and the whole game will work a lot better. So, Daniel now has just looked at his sheet, and he knows what he has to roll. So easy. Anyway, back to the game. Randall's got one. Alright, so I grab his neck, and I just shake it. <laughs> it's just shaking a goose. Like right. I try to break his neck. Oh yeah, it's good. Um, you're you're a barbarian. You can okay. kill the goose without really trying. So that's hard. pretty much all my. So yeah. I, all right. So I uh, I, th I throw the goose down forcefully. <laughs> and I think. I think. Uh, I just start cutting a promo to nobody to to the crowd of people. I'm like, that's right, baby. And you'll see a lot more of that. January 15th at the Superdome, baby. You come on out. $20. You're going to see me. You're going to see Bond. You're going to see Elden. And we're going to be killing geese and setting the rules straight all night, baby. Would you come on down? Get your ticket today. Don't miss out. It's going to be the event of a lifetime, baby. The crowd is incredibly confused. <laughs> But fortunately, they're drunks dealing with a flock of uh, now six geese. Mm -hmm. 
two are mad now. You've killed three of them. Uh, unfortunately, the, the attack seemed to have kind of taken the fight out of them. Dungeon Master speaking. So what I'm doing here, the, uh, the, geese, the geese were rolling low here, but I generally don't like to announce, oh, they're rolling high, oh, they're rolling low, whatever. What, what you should do is just say, you know, the fight's taken out of them. Oh, they're on the run. He drops his sword, whatever. You may recall in the last episode that at one point I became incredibly surprised that the geese were, and I quote, rolling like gangbusters because apparently I'm an 80-year-old man. Who even uses the phrase like gangbusters anymore? Not even grandparents. Oh. <sighs> But it is important to kind of maintain a narrative and not to tell the players numbers. Don't tell your players numbers. They're going to be telling you plenty of numbers. Every once in a while, it's fine to say, oh, sure, you got to hit 15. If they keep asking you if 13 hits, just tell them you got to hit 15. But try, to, try not to tell them numbers. All, uh, try to keep the numbers out of your mouth as much as possible. Don't say the numbers. They're going to tell you plenty. Anyway. The the one that you've got, you've still got. The one that was attacking the uh, bearded guy, like the bearded guy grabs it, and he whispers something to it, and then he puts it down, and the goose seems okay. And then the other two... It bonds in the Bond, Bond saw that. You saw the guy goose whisper a goose. Can Bond uh, roll to see if he has any idea what he did to him? Give me an arcane knowledge. Nope, nope, I do not know. You don't know what that was. <laughs> guy, 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 as far as, you actually think he blew in the goose's butthole. You've heard that works. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Get a goose, you blow in its butthole. Yeah. Some country Cal shit Calms down. it down. Hi, not so much a dungeon master aside, it's just a personal one, but I have heard that that works. I did grow up in the country after all. Anyway. All right, so the other, the other geese, are the, the farmers are attempting to put out the fire. Are they any good at that? Uh, actually, yeah, one of them's pretty good at putting out the fire. Fire's, the fire is contained, all right. Uh, it is now Eldon's turn. All right. Well, how uh, how threatening is this goose that's on me? I mean, you've got one. I'm and holding they, it. You're holding one. No, wait. No, you clubbed one. That's right. Yeah, I tried to club that one. I you missed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you still got two geese on you, man. They're 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 uh, they haven't done much damage, but they're on you, on you. Oh, Eldon's gonna Eldon's gonna take that club back out and uh, try to get one again. All right, good. Get you a goose. Eight plus two. Plus two, ten. No. These are small, you miss. Woof. <laughs> Elden's out there just Big dip geese. Clubbing at geese. The farmers at this point are just like, oh god. Bond. Bond. Damn it, Elden. Damn it, Elden. Damn it. Um, Bond is going to, it is my turn. Yeah. Okay. Bond is going to try to Eldritch Blast one of the geese that he's, uh, Elden is trying to hit. Man, give it a shot. 
16. <laughs> There's another dead goose. I'm gonna have to roll for damage because. I mean, I mean they got one okay. hit point. <laughs> I mean, do they just burst? <laughs> they just explode. Yeah. So I'm gonna get goose guts. Awesome. I, I yell. I yell at Randall. Ask the dude what he whispered in the damn ear. <laughs> All right, Randall. Um, yeah. So I see. Rand, uh, Randall saw him like whisper to that one goose. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Randall yells out, uh, "Secrets don't keep good friends, baby." Uh, and I run over and I try to. You said ask him, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So I don't even touch the goose. Yeah. So I run up. Randall runs up. I say, uh, "Secrets don't keep good friends, baby." Would you tell that monster? Would you tell the foul beast? He, he leans over to you, and he tells you something. What's your uh, What's your wisdom save? My wisdom is eleven. He tells you, "Me and the geese are friends, and you're the goose's friends." And all of a sudden, you don't feel like attacking geese anymore. Like he's like Randall just goes and looks at you guys. He goes, "Guys, the geese are our friends." We don't need to carry on this senseless conflict anymore. Is he, is Bond near him? Yeah. Can Bond slap him? Yeah. Bond slaps right. What does, it, does he? Give him, give me a slap. Nine. Nine. Yeah, you, Randall, Bond tries to slap you, you're just like, uh, ah. <laughs> well, I mean, you call that a slap. Uh, that's that's gonna be a strength, right? So ten. Yeah, so his, his, his AC is fifteen. He's really hard. He like slipped off the bacon grease. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you <Well>. did. <laughs> you did like send the dumb tough guy. Bond says, "So you mean to tell me all we have to do is talk to these geese, and then they'll calm down because we are one?" Hello, this is a uh, FP Jerome. Pearl River Flow speaking, and I know that you were under the impression that we never have any ads on Pearl River Roll, but unfortunately, we got to make our money somehow, and you guys aren't buying any t-shirts. We have some really good D&D themed ones on the website. Just go to pearlriverflow.com and click on the link, Future Trash, because one day, you will throw these things away. But since we haven't been able to sell you guys any sweet merch... We've been forced to take on a take on an, an ad. So uh, yeah, here it is. My fellow Americans, for far too long have we been ruled by the same old politicians. Every election offering the same common sense solutions. Common sense solutions like building bridges and roads, paying policemen to prevent crimes, telling you how much sand you can cover your neighbor's driveway with. Where has it gotten us? Ha! Here. To the brink of disaster into wars, screaming towards the apocalypse. Well, I say no more. If you elect Patrick Jerome, I promise no more common sense. I promise nonsense. 
I will have clowns on every train. I will have possum policemen on some corners. I will finally declare a war on the clouds. It can't be worse than where we are now, America. Vote Jerome and vote often. This message brought to you by Seven Abandoned Shoes and that old pipe. Paid for by absolutely no one. The guy goes, yes, yes, brothers. Let us speak to the geese. Bring me the geese and I will speak to them. Randall thinks this is the greatest idea he's ever heard. But he thinks that like three times a day. All right, Eldon. <laughs> Wait, no, hang on. The geese got to do stuff. Yeah. The geese are attacking Eldon ferociously. The goose that was attacking you now is just looking at you like it's your buddy. Uh, and you got the other one there that's near you that's cool. There's four dead geese. And uh, so that means there are six. So there's three geese attacking you. And there's one goose attacking the drunk guy and two geese attacking you. So I'm, I'm, I'm guessing one of them is they're still on you. And one of them does a point of damage with pecking you in the face. Yeah. And, and you're still at a disadvantage. So I didn't see any of this happen. With now you're seeing it. Okay. Well, club's not doing the trick. So we'll pull out the rape here. I am sick of these. Stabbing geese. some geese. Yeah. Dead geese. <laughs> Dungeon master speaking. Some of my more astute listeners who are skilled in the arts of the dungeons and the dragons will notice that he totally quick-drawed his uh, weapon there. Look, he's being attacked by geese. He's being attacked by Carl the fencer in a duel. I would probably worry about quick-draw rules, but no. No, he's being attacked by geese. It's not going to work out that great for him anyway. Observe. (laughs) Eldon is, Eldon, forget this club. And he pulls out a a rapier and just, (laughs) a weapon probably even less suited to goose murder than a club. (laughs) Like, he's like trying to stab him in the neck. It's just like, it's like uh, serpentine with their neck. It's just batting left, right, left, right. Bond says, "Damn it, Eldon!" Damn it, Eldon! The drunk is just like getting his ass handed to him by this goose. This goose is just beating him with its wings and pecking him in the face. Bond, Bond is going to attempt something that he thinks is totally stupid. He's gonna to try to grab one of the geese, goose, whatever, um, and whisper in his freaking ear. Okay. So that's gonna be your strength. Uh, yeah. You when you uh, when you come up with this plan, your knowledge of the situation leads you to believe that perhaps the other guy should whisper something to it once you grab it. So if Bond grabs it, he's gonna just bring it over. Try to, to give it. Try to grab a goose first. Let's see if that works. Yes. I definitely do it. You got you a goose, and you're like, I'm gonna take it to this bearded weirdo to talk yeah. to. <laughs> and I kind of just slip past Eldon and look at him again. Damn, <laughs> Eldon. So like, Eldon, you see Bond. He grabs a goose and he like walks by the goose is flailing around in his arm and he brings it to this old weird guy. The old weird guy cradles its head and goes. And then the goose is calm. 
and he puts the goose on the ground. He's like, excellent. I give you the touch, and he touches you. Do you let him touch you? Hell no. Okay. When you when he goes, I give you the touch, you rear back, and he's like, well, fine. I won't touch you. You don't deserve the touch anyway. Not like your friend here. The goose whisperer. <laughs> you let him touch your baby. Randall, it's your turn. You feel like you uh, can communicate with geese now, by the way. Like... I mean, you, you can talk to them. You don't understand what they're saying. Sorry, okay. <laughs> Randall. They're still just... Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Well, isn't that always the case? Yeah. Okay. Um, but you feel it's special. You feel like the geese will listen to you. Okay. Um, all right. So he feels like he'll, they'll listen to him. Yeah. Uh, so he tries something out. He gives a quick shout. He's like, uh, "Everybody, calm down, baby. Let's let's not fight each other no more." The geese that were attacked. The goose that was attacking the drunk guy looks at you and he's like, "Stops attacking the drunk guy." That's what I'm talking about. The uh, the one that was the one that's attacking him. One of them stops attacking him and walks over and starts looking at you like you're the goose. Goose Jesus, and you're just like, "Hello, geese!" And the geese start coming up. That other one, though, that was that you tried to stab is—it's life or death for this goose. <laughs> it's yes, not it listening is. to these calls for peace. And how does it do? Let's see. So yeah, guys, Randall has just called two geese to him by asking for calm, and that goose that's in your face fucks you up again for another point. <laughs> Vaughn, keep rolling criticals. Vaughn looks at Randall and says, damn it, Elton. <laughs> <laughs> so, just as a, a side note to the people listening, the geese only do damage when they roll a critical, or when they roll above 17, and they've done like damage like six times now. These geese are on fire. These geese are on fire, man. They're, they're fucking some people up. Okay. So there's a goose fucking him up. That's the last goose in play. The other geese are here hanging out with this bearded weirdo, and he's putting them back in the pen one at a time. He's like, hello, brother. Hello. He's talking to him. Bon is going to just let him do his thing. All right, it's now Eldon's turn. Okay, Eldon. Life or death with this last goose. <laughs> right here. It's good stuff. Two. I've rolled a three. Three and a two. <laughs> All together, they still wouldn't have a successful, <laughs> successful attack roll. Elden dies. <laughs> he is torn apart by geese. Have to find a new player. Bury him at sea. Bury him at sea with goose feathers. Okay, Bond. You got one of your one of your men is in a life or death with a goose. There's some weird bearded guy putting geese in the pen for you, and the farmers have. Are pretty much still putting out that fire. Bond just grabs. There's like, a drunk on the ground, just like covered in scratches, just groaning. Bond <laughs> grabs the middle of his forehead and says, Damn it. Eldon. <laughs> and Elders blasts that freaking. <laughs> Give me a hit. 16 plus 4. <laughs> Another goose explodes right next to you. <laughs> and I yell at Eldon. Sit down, eat some jerky. 
Dungeon Master speaking. I just want to say that I, as a player, I like to bring things to games. Uh, for instance, for this game, I wanted to bring beef jerky. I had an ama- I have an amazing beef jerky recipe where you take top sirloin, slice it about a quarter of an inch thick into big slabs uh, that you then coat with miso paste, cayenne pepper, a little bit of mustard. And if you're if you're feeling you know feeling fancy, touch of honey, and you put it in the dehydrator overnight. Sometimes I'll make home brews or a cheese, uh, depending on the game. But as the dungeon master, especially with this crew, I didn't do that. I actually did make some jerky because Eldon's character was so interested in jerky. I made some of that amazing miso spicy mustard jerky. And then I left it at home and ate it myself and didn't bring them any. I rolled a one on philanthropy. Uh, anyway, so but can I can I do can I look at Randall to see if he's uh, and and roll another arcana just to see because I'm gonna try try to remember what that dude did to him. Sure. What an eighteen? No, 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 sixteen. Yeah, the guy seems to have transferred. You, you have a sneaking suspicion that this is a druid. And he seems to have transferred some of his ability to talk to and handle animals to Randall. And it doesn't appear to be like mind controlled or anything. He's just in a goose talking mood. <laughs> okay. He wants to talk to some geese. And you don't know, it might work on other birds. I, 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 relay, <laughs> um, I relay that information to Randall. I tell him that, oh well, Bond tells him that as as Bond, as you walk up and start being like, this guy put gave you the ability. The the guy with the book stops and he goes, "I've given him the gift. He can speak to the geese now for a little while. You see, these are the geese that belong to the city, the wilds of the city. They belong to every man, for we are but a forest inside a wall." Oh, Bond, Ben, walk away. <laughs> Bond's going over to the. Uh... To the uh, farmers. There's no goose in front of Eldon, right? No. The, well, there's some exploded geese. <laughs> yeah. Eldon's yeah. very happy. Randall, the geese are listening Randall. to you. Well, once once that guy starts talking about city geese, Randall's like, "Look, baby, everybody's got their own politics, but I ain't no socialist man. <laughs> Here for the uh, the red, white, and the blue. No. Um, uh." So all the geese are listening to me? Yeah. Well, and, but they're all in the cages, right? Yeah, they're, in their, they're back in their pens. Mm. Okay. Um, they seem rather perturbed by that development. <laughs> Such is the life of a goose. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you're not, you're not particularly given any empathy towards them magically. It's just however you feel about them being in the cage. <clears throat> Well, I'm a cook. I <laughs> you already killed one of these guys. Yeah, I am not <laughs> deterred by the sight of uh, caged animals. Uh, uh, actually, yeah, I walk up to the uh, the farmers are putting the fire out, right? Yeah, the far- the farmers have put the fire out. Things are calming down. The uh, situation seems to be in hand. The the Druid is definitely talking to anybody who will listen to him, <laughs> which is a growing number of people. Uh, the crowd around him's growing. Yeah. Okay. But they're they, at least they're not you know drunks. So so Randall will walk up to him. He'll be like, 
uh, what's your story, Daddy? Where you from, man? You ain't from here. You you from around here? You from the staff? Uh, the guy says, "I, I am from the wilds that are everywhere, and I bid you adieu." And then he starts looking around, like kind of like uh, uh, the fuzz. Personal note: Apparently, I not only use the phrase "gangbusters" like I'm eighty, but I occasionally refer to police as the fuzz uh maybe need to hang out with younger people more or something anyway he realizes you know there's three constables kind of looking at him in a crowd and he's like well that's all for today ha <laughs> um be sure to take good care of your animals as they belong to you and not the city. <laughs> Make sure you spay and neuter your pets. Spay and uh, neuter the wild animals. I'll show you how if you need to. Be sure uh, to hang a uh, mouse above your doorstep. So Randall, Randall asks uh, Eldon if he recognizes this forest dweller. I mean, I... I Probably, probably not a good chance, but he's the only forest dweller Eldon, I know. Eldon, Eldon, you don't recognize this guy in particular, but he's clearly a druid, and you know that that they generally just don't do well in cities. Yeah, it's a odd that he's there. I got, Eldon has goose scratches on him, so and goose an blood. Can Eldon make an action? Yeah, sure. All right, Eldon's gonna try to grapple this guy before he gets away. Okay. Vaughn, uh, you see, you see this guy kind of backing away, like, "Ha it's time for me to leave." And then Eldon's like, "Oh no, you don't!" <laughs> I yell, I yell. He's he's just a druid. Let him, let him, let him be. Because Vaughn is for the people. What are you doing, Eldon? Eldon has goose scratches on him. He took two points of damage. Eldon's, Eldon's getting something out of If it. a cop can't harass a hippie. What kind of world is this? All right, so you're going to come up on this guy. Give me an initiative check, a dexterity check. Dexterity. Oh, man, this is a fast old dude. <laughs> two. Two. <laughs> it's not Eldon's day. Uh, Eldon, the guy goes... The guy goes, your shoelaces, they're untied, and you don't even look, but you're like, oh, what, do you look? Yeah. You look. <laughs> you Why look, and your shoelaces aren't untied. You realize you wear boots and don't even have laces. Yeah, he's got a <laughs> and, and, but there are vines just like all up around your feet, oh. holding you to the ground, and when you try to move, you're just like, oh, and the guy goes, ha ha, and runs away. <laughs> Into the crowd. I'm gonna look at Bond. Get the damn goose master. <laughs> Bond is gonna look at you and be like, I told you to eat jerky. I told you to eat jerky, man. What are you doing? Eldon, Eldon, Eldon is gonna take some jerky out and get some protein in while my feet are stuck. Yeah. So <laughs> you just like shrug and reach into your pocket. Out of play, out of play, I've never seen anybody get dominated by a <laughs> <laughs> Four points of damage from these. They were rolling like crazy, man. I couldn't stop it. Elvin hates the geese too, trust me. Y'all might want to watch them while they're in the cages. He might be over there. He could not hit a goose to save his life. With a club or a rear. I tried both. <laughs> I did drop kick the hobo. No, you didn't. No. <laughs> <laughs> I missed him too. You did a 
backflip. You did yeah, a backflip. You did a sweet save. It's like when a cat's jumping off a cabinet to another one and clearly misses, but somehow still lands. I, I did that on purpose. Yeah. Yeah. So, Bond is going to walk up to the uh, um, farmers and ask them, do you know anybody that has anything against you to let these keys out? Like, how did this happen? Um, well, uh, that's a funny story, actually, the farmer says. So, you see, uh, what had happened was, I bought this book from a, uh, hobbit over in the, uh, over in the Potter's District, and it was supposed to be a book about, um, animal husbandry and how to control animals and things like that and when I uh, I got to the last page and it was a thing about geese there this little thing jumped out <laughs> I mean you know and I, I don't have a magic license Dungeon Master's note the reason this gentleman is concerned about not having a magic license is because the end Greg asked uh, as flannel of many sided dice laid out Greg asked does not and it let people just use magic willy-nilly in town. Taxes are low in Greygast, but there's a lot of regulation, a lot of licenses, a lot of this and that. The guilds want their cut. The guards want their cut from the guilds. So while the constables aren't going to be going around collecting taxes because that's a boring gameplay, and also because that's a boring gameplay, uh, you will notice that costs are pretty inflated here. People are paying gold for stuff that normally costs silver. But uh, unlicensed magic users are a thing, obviously. However, there's lots of different ways to get your magic license, and some of that stuff will be coming up later. I, you know that druid from earlier didn't have his magic license, but the guys didn't really think to ask about it because they were really flustered from fighting those geese. Anyway, Flannel's decision to not have to deal with multiple types of currency, to not have to worry about converting between coppers and silvers and golds, uh, really, it caused a great deal of inflation in Greygast, but he explained it very well and made it a compelling bit of flavor about the town or the city while making the Dungeon Master's job easier. And anytime your flavor makes everybody happy, I say go for it. Spice it up. Take a trip. To flavor town. Okay, I'll stop. I'll stop. Anyway, back to the game. Anyway, I, I don't have anything like that. But I, to me, I didn't know it was a magic book. He only charged a gold for it. You don't charge a. He only charged one crown for it. You don't charge a crown for anything that's real magic. I didn't know it was magic, and so I got the book out. And when I got to the last page, this little thing comes out, and he burned, started burning down the, the the cages, and and then the other farmer goes. Oh, so you let something just come and burn down my geese cages, and they start yelling at each other again. Uh, Bond uses his intimidation to tell them, or tell him to go get the book. Give me an intimidation check. Natural Crit. 20. He pees on himself a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, you know. Are Elden's feet still stuck? No, Elden's free now. It took about, it took about 30 seconds. But uh, so, and then the guy runs up to the house. He goes and he brings you the book. You flip through the book, and at the back of the book, there is a design. It looks just like kind of a crest or a herald or something. Uh, but you can see that it has been printed over or drawn over an, another design. 
that is clearly like the little bonding sigil for this uh, creature. Dungeon Master here. Look, I know that sigil is technically the correct pronunciation. However, I wasn't going to stop. I was on a roll. Anyway. I'm going to roll Arcana to see if I know. I want to see if Bond knows what type of creature it is. Um, that is a, what is this, a six, seven, eight? Eight. You don't know what type of creature it is, but you do, just as a warlock, you do know that if you draw that sigil. See, I knew. I knew it. I knew it. Anyway. In the ground or somewhere, it will be able to uh, bond or control or summon that creature. So I'm going to um, let Elden and Randall know that this, uh, I'm going to try to get this creature to get um, binded back to this book so it'll stop causing death and fires. Uh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. can Elden look around, maybe any baskets, buckets, things like that? Mm, yeah, I mean, there's there's all kind of like buckets. There's, there's some cages that the geese used to be in. That are the geese that are now ex geese. Oh my god. Uh, what do you guys think we should put it in? There's some bucket, there's a well bucket, there's a egg crate. Um so we have to find the creature before you can bind him. Well or if you just draw that. I thought he's gonna just some of the creature then we'll have to we gonna we're gonna have to put it in some type of container. And then put it back in the book. Okay. Um, <coughs> yeah, we'll just look for the sturdiest bucket around. Yeah. Any of you guys have any kind of craft skills? Uh, let's make an intelligence. Bond finds a nice. Bond finds a nice bucket. It's got a. Uh, wow. it's, it's a milk. Bond finds a butter churn, butter urn. And it's got one of those like snap on tops. So he feels like that'll be good enough. Okay. Uh, it can't be big. Nobody's really seen it. The guy described it and said it was only about a foot tall. So. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. Um, I was going to ask him uh, is this creature anywhere around here still, Daddy? I, I, I haven't seen it. it um, you haven't seen it? Okay. I, I mean, when when uh, when it ran out of the book, it uh, was about a foot tall, and it had a bunch of little like uh, bumps all over it, and some real like shitty tattered up wings. Couldn't really fly, but it was waving its fingers around, and it clawed me real good. And he shows you his arm, and yeah, it clawed him pretty good. I'm gonna roll to see if I know what he's talking. About. Okay. Yeah, it, it could be any kind of little demon, little imp, little hell bat, you know, you know. There's a lot of weird little creatures that could describe, but none of them are super dangerous. However, all of them are very bad to leave out. So, uh, we're going to get this ready. I'm guessing I'll just draw the... Do I, I go through the book? Do I, do I need anything to... You can draw this in the dirt with your, with the, the, your spear, and it should do something, you're, you didn't really get exactly what it'll do, but you feel like it'll help. Bond does it. All right, guys, Bond draws the little symbol. It's like a, it's this weird thing. It looks like a bunch of overlapping horseshoes right. that kind of link into each other. And then right. there's a circle right in the middle. I've got the bucket. He's got the bucket uh, turn ready. Do you have anything, Eldon? 
Do you have a bucket as well? Or? Yeah. Okay. Eldon has a shittier bucket. <laughs> oh, man. Just in case. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I... Uh, let me tell you what we'll do, Daddy. You'll go ahead and you'll summon this demon, and I'm gonna stand over here with this bucket, and when he pops up, I'm gonna snap this bucket on him, and just in case I miss, we got Eldon over here in the backup position, baby. He's gonna get as him he, with the other bucket. As he's bucket. talking and you're drawing the thing, you finish drawing the, the little circle in it, and you use your spear to draw the dot in the middle of that, and then all of a sudden you just hear like a, ah, ah, like something kind of in pain going, ah, you see this little creature it looks like a gremlin from the movie Gremlins except it's got kind of crappy wings and it's just being drawn like staggering towards the circle just going ow, 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 what are you doing oh. <laughs> Sorry, just... Dungeon Master's note this depiction of an imp while not considered canon by the Catholic Church is mainly inspired by my experience playing as a demonology warlock in World of Warcraft that's it. That's all I've got. Uh, anyway, he does. He's, he doesn't appear. He just gets. He, he, yeah, he's just like <laughs> towards you guys as as you uh, stand around with your buckets waiting. What happens now? Bond tells them to put the sturdier bucket on top of it and then clamp it down. All right. Give me a. Uh, give me Randall, a Randall, give me some grappling checks here. Grapple this demon. Personal note. Grapple This Demon is also the name of the my instructional pamphlet about dealing with masturbatory urges that is considered canon by the Catholic Church. Anyway, grapple this demon on your back. Rolls a natural 20, guys. He just ro- walks right up to it, tips it into the bucket, clunk. It looks so smooth and so natural. So, Bonnie's going to look at the uh, book again to see how he does it get it back into the book? Um, you, you, you think you're kind of stuck with the demon in a bucket at the moment? Okay. Cool. <laughs> um, we're going to. We're. I, I look. I tell them too. So we got to take this to the wizards. Ha ha! Prepare next week for. Huh, uh, you. Uh, prepare yourselves next week. Is there? We hopefully get to some heroic sword fights like I'm in. Oh, God. Oh. So uh, prepare yourselves next week for when the guys finally make it to meet some weird wizards. These geese are done with. And our next adventure full of action and actual sword, sword, sword fights is revealed. Thanks for listening to Pearl River Roll.